This is Southern New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox. Twelve fifty WGAM Manchester WGHM Nashua. Run with Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy, Sully alongside here on ESPN New Hampshire. It was sports talk wise and all hockey first hockey hour. hour. It was a hockey hour. It was like Murph was still here. <laughs> it was just like he was still here as we stuck uh, to hockey in that first hour. But if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. I am a, a basketball guy. And when there is a record set the prior night, it needs to be mentioned. <laughs> of course. 13 three-pointers. Ridiculous. In a single game. Now, some of you may be sitting out there and say, if you're not basketball people, thinking, all right, well, I've seen, I've seen Steph Curry hit a million threes. Yeah. 400 in a season. Breaking his own record season after season for most hit in a single season. What makes this such a big deal? Can you do the math? 13 times 3, just in threes. <laughs> yeah. Just in threes. And how about, did you know that the 12, did you know who had the record for 12? Hmm. I, it was tied, I believe. I don't. Uh, because I believe I he had tied it before as well. But the the people that had 12, I know for a fact, Danielle Marshall was one of them. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Danielle Marshall? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, Cleveland. <laughs> he, Danielle Marshall, Cleveland. Uh, Raptors as yeah. well. He played in Toronto. He Marshall. <laughs> had 12 in a single game. So what has happened here was someone who probably deserves the record a little yeah. bit more <laughs> yeah. went out there and snatched it away with a 116-106 final for Golden State. Now, Golden State will, and I'm telling you this as a fact, because this is what I've been saying from the beginning, will not outdo their regular season last year. I, I agree with you, 100%. They will also not come all that close. I think there's a there's a huge... People are just kind of saying, well, they got Durant, they'll just put him in, plug and play, he'll be fine. When you add, not how it works. When you add... It's one thing when you add a, a, a good player. It's another when you add a superstar that takes 24 shots a night usually. And, and you've got to mix them in to the group with Clay Thompson, who, by the way, is a pretty good shooter by himself, you know? And Steph Curry. There's already stars on this team. So you're adding another star. It doesn't exactly just go over well. And you've seen it early in the year. They've struggled a little bit. This so. isn't baseball where, as a team sport, you're really just relying on each other. Yeah, you plug and play. Basketball, you have to play fluidly together. And it will take time. Some get, it will take some getting used to. Do I think he will fit seamlessly? Sure. Yeah, eventually, yeah. But I don't think... I actually don't think that they will be the top seed in the West. Hmm. But I do think they will represent the West in the the NBA Finals. Because by that point... They'll figure it out. They'll have figured it out. But early on, and we've already seen it, Game 1, both Durant and Curry said, well, this is a wake-up call. Yeah. (laughs) Because even they apparently thought... You could just plug them in. You could plug them (laughs) in and they'd win 75 out of 82. Not like he shoots 24... Takes 24 shots a night or anything, you know? Not going to happen. And... When you have guys who are shoot, look, Steph Curry needs the ball, Clay Thompson needs the ball, Kevin Durant needs the ball to be most effective. Yeah. Draymond Green does not to be most effective. Draymond Green, by the way, has gone from being the most underrated player in the league to the most overrated. <laughs> very player fast. In the yeah. Very, very quickly. <laughs> 
I, I think he's talented. I would want him on this team for the Boston Celtics. Absolute bulldog, but he's not. But he is not yeah. a superstar. He's not a savior, like he's being made out to be. He's not a superstar. And I am very, very... I use that term very infrequently. Yeah, there are not there is not there are not thirty superstars in the NBA. Like, averaging like, one, like per they team. like to think there are. There's know? not. There There's, are all. Yes, there yes, are stars. There. there are all stars. There are not thirty two superstar or thirty superstars. Excuse me, but I do think that there are two superstars on that team, and that's Durant and Curry. Yes, Clay Thompson is not a superstar. It's a good player. Very good player. Right. <laughs> Again, another guy that I would love to have. Very good player. As a fan on my particular team. Very good shooter. Not a superstar. Agreed. <laughs> but this team is still very talented. And this they're team <laughs> should represent the West in the finals. If they could ever figure it out, they're loaded. And when they do, because they, they will. will. They will figure it out. Because they will. I think it's, uh, it's another thing with Golden State is they move the ball so well. And that was their, that was their big thing is moving the ball. That's their big thing. So... Plugging Durant in, yes, it should be a plug-in play situation, but you got to get used to that. You know, Durant's Durant's a shooter in his own right. He's a, he can be a spot-up shooter. He likes to get to the rim as well. But to be able to have the same ball movement and to know where everyone is on the court, it's not going to be the same when you just plug in Durant, it's who's not. used to just having the ball. When he was with OKC, it was all right. Set a pick, get the ball to Durant, and let him go, and that was it. It was back away, or would, it was set I a would, pick, get it to uh, Russ, and back out of the way. That was I would their argue offense. that. The problem with OKC was you had a point guard who th- it was a shooting guard. Oh yeah, absolutely. I th- I actually thought it was for, iso ball That's for a all very was. very long time. It would have been smarter to p- what do what the Pistons did with Isaiah Thomas and sure start the guy at point. But when it matters, you push Move him over. to off ball and Move you have over, a yeah. guy like a I'm blanking on his name. The Pistons point guard and who was their GM, their president. Mm. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I can see his face in my head. I'll think of it. Uh, Dumars, Joe Dumars. Yeah, Joe Dumars yeah, ran yeah. the point for it. He, you know, he was a guy, another yeah. guy. You know, Eric Snow with the yeah. with the the Sixers. Yeah, push all over Allen Iverson, and all of a sudden you have a guy who wants to share the basketball. That's what OKC should have done for years with the two of them. But but they decided to go, they decided to go play iso ball, which, which right. is what their offense was. So when you plug Durant into this great ball, really, when when the Warriors are on. It's not just their shooting. It's their ability to move the ball and move the ball quickly. It, it takes a split second for them to move it, take three passes, and it's a wide-open shot for a Thompson or a Curry. Now you add Durant into that. Now you add just another knockdown shooter that's deadly, but it takes a while it to figure that out. It takes a significant amount of time, and it's I still figure stand that out. by. I do think – well, here's, here's the other problem. I think one of the other most talented teams in the West are the Spurs, but – Popovich does not play for that top seed. Yeah, even without he Duncan care, now, he could care less. <laughs> he does not play for that top seed. Yeah, so I I don't think the Spurs will get that top seed either. I think it's going to be a team that surprises you. Uh, you know, it could be a, a Clippers type team that choke in the playoffs as Chris Paul always does. Yes, <laughs> and I I would be you know I I wouldn't be surprised if I saw that from from out west. And then by the time you hit the playoffs, that's when the Warriors will figure it out. If it's not Warriors and Cavaliers again for the third consecutive year, I would be surprised. I'd be surprised, yeah. And that means you're looking at something that, you know, it's, it's a, as a fan, and it's going to be different from your perspective, So, as, because you're an analyst, but take off your analyst hat, put on your fan hat, as I told you the opposite yesterday. Yeah. Do you like seeing repeats sucks. of prior <laughs> championships? Straight up, it sucks. It's, it, the NBA is so – here's what I'll say. The NBA is so predictable. It's good. It's a good thing when you get to the playoffs, but at the same time, it's a bad thing. In the NHL, you could have an eight seed come up and be in the finals. Just have a, get hot, have a hot goalie. All of a sudden, like the LA, LA Kings have done a couple times. They get hot in the playoffs, and all of a sudden, they're in the finals. They win the finals. Cool. You know before the season starts who's going to be in the finals. We know who it is. At the same time, the reason the NBA does so well is because they have their superstars. They have their LeBron versus yeah. Steph story. Now you add Durant in it. Durant's a villain. So now the Warriors are villains, which makes it even better. You get to root against the Warriors, and you know they're going to be there. So you know at the end of the day you're not going to get a Carolina Hurricanes versus blank team. You know you're not going to get a, 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 a bad final, quote-unquote. You're getting well, that would two be of the my best, question yeah, because in two hockey, of the best teams. I will t- again, I, am, I watch playoffs. I, I watch yeah. Bruins games. But when it comes down to a random weeknight and, oh, there's two random teams playing, it's going to be the Sharks against the Kings, I could not yeah. care less. Yeah, oh, agreed. But in basketball, 
I'll tune in. If it's literally from the same area, give me the Suns. Yeah. And uh, it's where the LA Kings. So yeah. give me the Suns and the Clippers. Or the yeah. Suns and the Lakers. Yeah. A bad team right now. Yes. I will watch. Yeah. Because I like basketball. Baseball, the same thing. I will watch. LA Angels. <laughs> right. Uh, give me. More brutal this year. Give me, right. The crappy Anaheim Angels yeah. versus the crappy Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. Boom. Watch I them. will watch. Football. Give me the Cardinals against the Rams. Yeah. I will watch. The bad Rams, yeah. That's just how it is for me. Yeah. So in hockey, when there is that surprising eighth seed, I think, why the hell do I want to watch this? Exactly. Cool. Like, it's cool. You're going to get swept. Exactly. And that's and with the NBA, the, the thing the NBA has going for them is they have these super teams, quote-unquote. I, I wouldn't consider Cleveland a super team. I think it's LeBron and Kyrie and an added sprinkle of Kevin Love. But they have two teams that – People know that people get around and really that people jump on the bandwagon for. You know, there are some people that jump on the LeBron bandwagon. Same with the Steph bandwagon. And, and people love jumping on the I hate bandwagon. Exactly. As well. So you get the opposite side as well. So you know that the regular season might be really boring. It might be really boring. You know what's going to happen. You kind of have an idea of who's going to be where. But then when you get to the playoffs and you get to the finals, it's going to be a good series. It's going to be a good story. There's going to be storylines throughout. In the NHL, you could have. An eight seed, like I said, the Kings have done it multiple times. An eight seed come up and play the one seed, or the one seed get bounced in the first round. You're like, oh, that stinks. I was rooting for the one seed the whole time, and now I don't even get to see them. They got swept in four games. It just happens that way. And I think basketball is set up that way, and it's a good thing for them. They have these storylines that they can rely on. They know even if they get a bad regular season matchup, if they get bad regular season stories, if there's injuries during the regular season, they get to the finals, they know that it's going to be a Steph, there's going to be a Steph and LeBron, or there's going to be a, a Kawhi Leonard and LeBron, or there's going to be some sort of story that they can get around. You do realize that Kawhi Leonard was not a guy that they wanted to promote. He no, was a boring, boring, very boring, still is. <laughs> it's, well, he was, he's Tim Duncan like. Yes. He's a guy who. A spur. <laughs> right, he's a spur. He's I a mean, San Antonio spur. He's Greg Popovich. In a nutshell, yeah. He's a San Antonio spur. Boring, does his job, plays defense, and gets out of the way, and you don't hear from him. Exactly. I, I, such a talent, though. <laughs> such oh, absolutely. a talent. Absolutely. And I think that they're, they're a team to be to look for. You know, everyone says Durant Lee, or Duncan leaves and retires. Everyone's like, oh, they freak out. But they're like, it's the Spurs. It's just like the Patriots. I have a two-part question for yeah. you. And I'm going to pose it to you, but we're going to hit the break before you answer. Okay. So, the two-part question. It's going to begin with, in the NBA, there have been arguments and discussions over who truly is the best current player in the NBA. Yeah. I would like you to think about that, and I would like you to tell me your, your – I don't want your opinion. I want you to give me factual evidence as to why hmm. X, Y, or Z is the best player in the NBA. Whether it's the eye test yeah. or actual numbers, because I understand sometimes when you're, you're splitting hairs or talking about numbers yeah. and the best. So give me that. Then I also want to ask you, does or do the other leagues, aside from the NBA, do they do a poor job in promoting their best superstar mm. players, the faces of the leagues? When you think of the NBA, you automatically think of certain faces. LeBron. Steph Curry. <laughs> do you do that with every other league here in the U.S.? And that includes the behemoth of the NFL. Yeah, of the, NFL. the NFL's right there. I'm going right Think about one. all of that, and we will talk about it here on The Stretch Run with Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy. Sully alongside. Keep it locked. For you, a bullet for everybody in this room, but they don't seem to see many bullets coming through. See many bullets coming through, metaphorically, I'm the man. But literally, I don't know what I do. I'd live for you, and that's hard to do. Even harder to say when you know it's not true. Even harder to write when you know that tonight that when people back home are talking to you, but then you You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. The bye week is over, and now the Patriots open the second half of the season with a big game against Seattle in Foxborough Sunday night. This is ESPN New Hampshire's Pete Terrier, inviting you to join me for a Bud Light Patriots viewing party at the brand new Buffalo Wild Wings inside the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua. We'll have lots of prizes and giveaways, and someone watching the Pats at B-Dubs in Nashua is going home with an awesome Bud Light Patriots cooler. Buffalo Wild Wings, now serving you game day greatness inside the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire deals page. 
You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome. Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class, and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at buynorthendmazda.com. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is a place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand-new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand-new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. Hey Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh really? That's cool. Where is she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing First-Time Buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 132-3739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB 132-3739. Main Loan Broker License number 132-3739. Kurt Stranson. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels? And that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Show the show? Go to ESPNNHradio.com and download the podcast now. It's the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire with Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy. Sully is alongside here as we take you from work to home 
and maybe to the polls as well as I encourage everyone. Hopefully to the polls. Everyone to vote. Everyone of legal age. Everyone who can get out there. And uh, it's your right. You don't have, let's face it, there are a limited number of those privileges and rights. Take advantage of it while you can. Uh, You know, and while it's just, it, it means a lot to everyone. It means a lot to your friends, your family, your children, your parents, whoever it may be. And if you are one of the young ones, don't be influenced by everyone else. It's easy. I, I look back, and it's easy yeah. to be influenced by friends, by family. Family for me. Family's a family's a big one. And I've I've come to, I've grown uh, over the last couple of years since the last election. I've come to do my own research, your and own do due my, diligence, and, and and do what works for me because now I've I've figured it out pretty pretty simply that. My parents don't agree, and I don't agree with my parents at all. All three of us have different views on everything. So, But you know what? That's a good thing. I'm going to tell you this right now. Credit to your parents for not forcing what they yeah. believe in yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. on you. It was one of those where I just I watched from a distance being you know young kid, as most kids do as teenagers do. You're in high school. You just kind of go with what your parents say, and you just follow it and follow along and listen and once you get to a certain age, you kind of figure out, all right, I got to kind of figure this out for myself and do your own research on it. And I've come to a point this year where I'm actually completely off and isolated from that. And usually it's, a, like I said, it's that Thanksgiving Day conversation. It happens all the time and it comes up and you dread it. Thankfully, I'm still at the kids' table, so I don't have to deal with it. And you kind of hear it from a distance. And this year, finally, I'll be able to, one, participate and two, have my own voice. And I, I'm actually happy with that, that I actually have a, a different opinion this year that's not just what everyone says or just going with your parents or just go like you said go with your friends whatever your friends say because that's a huge thing in high school is you just do what your do just what do, your friends just say. do whatever everyone else is doing you know do what the cool kid is does you know you you follow that one guy in, in your friend group and this year i finally feel like i have a voice and it's a different voice and credit it's, it's again a, and it's important it's an important especially this year it is so important with the two candidates that we have credit to your parents for not forcing because you see it too often oh, yeah, you see all it the time. too frequently credit to your parents for not forcing what they believe in on you it'll create you know some healthy political animosity yes but it's just politics <laughs> you're still family and again it, they did something right so next time you have a, a healthy debate not yeah. argument debate about politics with your family just remind them that you appreciate that they raised you the right way to not force their political ideologies to have my upon own opinion. You. Yep. And you have your own opinion, which is, you know what? For someone who's 22, you see a lot of 22 year olds not having that right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, so I said I'm happy about that and I'm proud of that. And I feel like I've kind of grown up enough and matured enough to know what's going on and pay attention around, watch the news and, and read up and not just, not just go off with everything that goes on in the news and everything that's said. Read up, do your background, and kind of make your own decision on it and now i want your opinion yes based on eye test facts statistics yes whatever you want you need to convince me because i am a bullheaded sob (laughs) yeah as to my my two questions from earlier so the first one best player was who is the currently the best player in the NBA. You can give me a handful of names if you'd like to yeah. start, but I want the current best player in the NBA and extrapolating that out. I'm sure we see his face all over the place yes. on advertisements because I don't care who you pick. We, I'm sure we see oh, his yeah. face. We've seen plenty of ads. And then I, do, do the other leagues do, a good do the job. good job because I'm going to tell you right now, aside from – some Bruins faces, some, certainly yeah. not all, I could probably pick out four NF- NHL players. Yeah. I could pick out Sidney Crosby. Yeah. I could pick out Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. I could pick out guy. Phil Kessel just because he was in Boston. Yeah. So I probably have to exclude him. Yeah. Because he was in Boston. And I was going to say probably Joe Thornton, but he was in Boston as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I can pick out four guys, <laughs> two guys who did not play in Boston. Yeah. Uh, so I just answered for the NHL yeah, question. Well, well that's, it's true. And I think, okay, for my, my player, it's LeBron James. And here's why when you're 6'8 and 250 plus pounds and can be as athletic as he is and move the way he does 
and impact a game the way he does. It's not even that he's just the most physically fit guy. It's not that he's the tallest guy. It's the, especially last year, when he wants to play defense, when he wants to make an impact, he is the best player out there when he wants to. And the crazy thing about LeBron James is he can flick a switch. He can flip a switch and say, you know what, I'm going to play defense right now. And he can have the amazing block they had last year in the finals. Or he can he can make an incredible he, play. He, he can, I he, loved that play. Right? He can he gets the chase he flips the switch, gets the chase down block, and all of a sudden the game's changed. And the nights that he wants to be aggressive, the nights that he wants to score thirty points, he can score thirty points because he's that physically gifted. you know, gifted and he can have that much of an impact on the game. Uh, you know, other guys, you can make an argument for Steph Curry. You can make an argument for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant takes a hit to me simply because he chose to go to Golden State. When I think of best player in the league, and he even said it himself. He tweeted it out a couple years ago. Oh, you're going to make these super teams when LeBron left. When LeBron left Cleveland the first time, oh, is he going to make these super teams? You're going to go. Why don't you go Whoa. against these super teams? Is that a prediction? When uh, LeBron left hey, Cleveland could happen again. the first it could time? Ha- he already won. It could happen again. Oh, my. That's- you heard it here first. <laughs> If it, happens, 8, if it happens, you know where to come back to, ESPN Hampshire. No, really, if, if, if you're going to complain about super teams, Kevin Durant, if you're going to complain about, you know, there's not enough competitiveness in the league and everyone just goes with the hot team, then why did you just go to the probably the most gifted team in the league when you go to the most, one of the most talented teams in the league? Why did you just leave to go there? And if you're going to leave, why did you leave to join Steph's team? This isn't your team. This isn't your team. When I think of best player in the league – Somebody who takes a team and takes them to another level, carries them to another level. Steph Curry, that Steph Curry is the Warriors. He is. That's their that that area. That's that's their franchise right there. LeBron James does the same thing with Cleveland. Look what happened when he left Cleveland. They went all the way down to the bottom, and they're back <laughs> up again because they got Kyrie, and then all of a sudden LeBron comes back, and they're back at the top again. When you're that guy, when you're that impact guy, you can't tell me that you're you're the best player in the league if you go join someone else's super team. Now for his career. Obviously, it's a good choice. You go to the best team. You can win multiple championships with the Warriors. But as best player in the league, if you're going to argue me Kevin Durant and say that Kevin Durant is the best player in the league, why did he just leave OKC to go to one of the best teams and join someone else's team? He's just kind of lynching on. Would you have been all right if he had left OKC to come to Boston? I would have. I would have been more okay, and not even just as a fan. I would have been more okay with it because. It would have been his team at this point. They would have basically handed him the keys to the car and said, look, we'll trade whoever we want. This is your team. You build it up. This is your championship to go get. And it would have been a lot harder for him. He would have had to work for it. He would have had to go through LeBron. And it would have been something where he had to build a team up and bring them to the promised land. He would have had to bring them from the middle of the road to the championship. Now he's kind of hopping on with the Warriors, who are already the best team out in the West. And he's just kind of hopping on and adds to them. And he's kind of riding along with Draymond and, and Steph. That's not, to me, that's not best player material. That's me, someone saying, I give up on trying to be the best player. I'm going to hop on with other players and hope it works for them. And go with them as opposed to bringing them to Did Wayne. LeBron do that when he went to Miami? Was Dwayne Wade yeah, the that's, leader of that Heat team? At the time, but I think LeBron took over that alpha dog role when he got there. I think that Le- that Wade kind of took a step back and and kind of went as the number two guy. When you look at the Heat, when LeBron left, was it Dwayne Wade, LeBron, or was it LeBron, Dwayne Wade? And I really do think that LeBron kind of took over that area. And like you talked about with marketing and seeing a guy's face, you see LeBron everywhere, everywhere. LeBron's with Sprite. You see him in every single Sprite commercial. Every time I pull up one of these songs to play, it's LeBron's face on a Sprite ad, and I have to wait five seconds for it to go away. Okay, but that's his decision. I yeah. mean, I want the league, the league advertising, the league yeah. promotion. That's his. He can choose yeah. to be on anywhere. You know, Tom but Brady do- chooses not to be on every everywhere as uh, for from the yeah. NFL perspective. I want to know how well the league, the and leagues I, do at promoting the. And I think it, I think it even comes back to the finals. I've made earlier that you know you're going to have the Steph and the LeBron or you're going to have the Kawhi and and the LeBron you're going to have faces that you know and they do, I do believe that the NBA does the best job of yes. doing that they yes. do the best job of putting superstars in a position to be the face of, of the league and it's promoted throughout and it's a superstars league really when you think about it the NBA is a stars league it just is Comparing it to the NHL where everyone's covered in a helmet and mask, you, you don't know faces. You don't see guys. You you know your local guys. If you pay attention to your team a little bit, you know a couple of them. But even even me, I'm like, I don't know who Riley Nash is. Who is that? I have no idea. I didn't even know he's on the team because you don't see him. You don't know who he is. It's same thing with Sidney Crosby. Yeah, you know who he is because he's, 
He's out there every once in a while, but you really don't know who he really is. You don't see him a lot. They have helmets on. You can't see that. Even the NFL, what they did to Tom Brady in this whole Deflategate thing, that puts a negative image on the Tom Brady. In, in, but you see him. You know who he is. But it takes, a, it takes away from it a little bit. It takes away from it a little bit. And I think that the NBA does the best job of putting their guys not only out there, but they also put them on a pedestal and give them a chance to really grow, you know, really build. It's not just... It's not just being the face of the NBA. It's growing to other areas. And now you see them in movies. You see them everywhere else on all the commercials. But the NBA definitely does the best job of it. And I do believe that LeBron is the best player simply because he can take over a game when he wants to. And it's, and it's a switch for him. It's not just I'm the most impactful player. It's I'm the most impactful player when I want to be the most inf- impactful player. I can flip a switch and impact a game however I want, whether it's a block, whether it's a steal, whether it's a dunk, and one three-pointer, it doesn't matter. I can he flip can, a switch and do that. LeBron James can take over a game in different ways. Yeah. I think that's what – and I, I'm going to – I agree with you. I, I, that's what makes him still the best player in the league because he can take over the game by passing the basketball, because he can take over the game by playing defense, because he can take over the game by driving to the hole, or because he can take over the game, believe it or not, by with his jump shot now. Yeah. And he, you are watching – one of the best to ever play, and I understand the animosity in this area simply due to the quote-unquote sports hate. Yeah. But if you are dismissing him and not watching, you are missing... You're missing out. You're missing missing Michael Jordan. I'm not saying he'll be better than Michael Jordan at the end. I am saying... Michael Jordan. uh, You're you're missing this generation's Michael Jordan. You're missing the best player since Michael Jordan. And you have to respect that, too. How about that? Now, that's a big statement. The best player since... Michael yeah. Jordan, because you had the Duncans, the Garnets, Kobe's, the Kobe's, and who I put firmly behind, but Duncan and LeBron, yeah. and Shaq. In fact, yeah. uh, you had Shaq, who was the most dominant force, and um, people hated him for that simple fact as well. But when you looked past him, when you didn't pay attention, all of a sudden you realize you missed the most dominant center that you have ever been able to watch because I never got to watch Wilt Chamberlain or Bill Russell. I never got to watch uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because I didn't get to, I did get to watch Hakeem Olajuwon. So he did dominate Patrick Ewing, not as much as Shaq in my opinion. I would say Hakeem Olajuwon was probably better than, than Shaq, but in essence, you're, you missed the last great center. I'm waiting for another one. I want to see another one. And I don't know I, if it'll ever happen. <laughs> I disagree. It will happen at some point. At some point, even I've already even heard David Robinson, who I loved yeah. watching. David Robinson said they will. It's everything cyclical. Yeah. At one point, the the league was dominated by guards and little men. Then all of a sudden, the big man came out, and it's it goes in it goes in waves. It always does. At some point, people are going to run out Draymond Green as the center, and the, an opposition is going to say, "Oh, you know what? I have this." Big Massive. guy <laughs> who is fleet of foot and can dominate uh, dominate someone in the post. I'm going to let Draymond Green try and cover him. Yeah. Let's go see what happens there. Or I'm going to play three out and two down on the blocks and see if they can really out-rebound me when I'm on offense. It's going to go back in some way. The worst argument, biggest argument I hate when people are talking about, okay, can the Celtics trade for a center, a big man? And people say, well, no, the game, that's not the game anymore. Okay. Make it, make it the game. Okay. So I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> the game, baseball is more about, about pitching than it is home runs. So we shouldn't have anyone who hits home runs, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Just get more pitchers because no, we can't have any nope. home run hitters. That's the worst argument. And I've heard a number of, of people try and argue it that way. So for me, I agree with you, LeBron James, best player. Yeah. And when it, as it pertains to marketing from other other leagues, I have a big problem. Baseball has a huge chance right now, a huge opportunity to market and to yeah. to continue to grow. They just closed out the best World Series in years, ratings wise. Oh yeah, in a way that it it took away from ratings from the NFL. It took away from ratings from uh, the political scene. It commanded, which is crazy to think about. I know it commanded <laughs> everyone's attention. And they have a great opportunity to continue. Baseball, these guys aren't covered. Their faces aren't covered. Figure it out. Go talk to Adam Silver. Yeah. Figure it out. Market these guys. I don't want baseball to die with the kids. Yeah, no. I don't. <laughs> I enjoy the sport. Let's make sure it thrives and lives with the younger generations. Football, hey, I have, I have a big warning for you. You haven't had to market because you are football. Yeah. 
Eventually, you you're going to have to. You're, you're, <laughs> it's, you're seeing it now. You're, it, it's rearing its ugly head. You're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have election. to actually put money yeah. into it. It's not the, the election. It's not the reason your ratings are down. No. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's certainly not. And the NHL, look, you guys are idiots, period. You've had two lockouts in <laughs> yeah. the past you know, 20 years. You guys are idiots. So, I mean, let's just avoid that first, and then we can think about marketing. <laughs> Seriously. Let, yeah. Let's do all of that here on the Stretch Run. With Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy. Sully's alongside. We are approaching the end of the second hour. And I'll tell you what, it's flown by. Fast. Flown by. The one thing I don't like right now, and daylight savings time is killing me, it's dark. You realize that this is standard time now. We were in daylight savings time before. It's dark out now. Like, I don't like this. Like, I, I got to go here. I got to go to the vote here. You're gonna, and it's, it's only 445 and so it's dark out. You're telling me you're like my mother's dogs. Like, they get tired and hungry <laughs> yeah, when the light, you yeah, know, the sun goes down. I feel like I should be going to bed. Like, what's going on here? I hate this. I hate Keep this. Keep it locked here. It. ESPN New Hampshire. Listening to the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for the right time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. I am speaking with Patrick Gillis, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you, Laura? So tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football mm-hmm. four years there. So it's been a really good experience, both academically and uh, with sports. Like We have, I would say, one of the best football programs in the state. and constantly making playoffs year after year. And then academically, I've had like multiple options with um, pursuing kind of like the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different science classes, and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've been able to go over to the Seco School of Technology and take engineering classes over there. Nice. Where are you looking to go to college? I've applied to some local schools and then some farther ones too. I'd say probably my first choice would be George Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson and um, some other local schools that better specialize in engineering. How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, mm-hmm. uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every morning and early mornings having a meeting before class. And there's a lot of support from like my family and the teachers, too, to strive to do well. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Bedford's going to hang on and the Bulldogs celebrate in mass. This weekend's Division I semifinal matchup between Bedford and Merrimack is the most anticipated rematch of the season. We want to play Bedford, but to be honest, it doesn't matter who we play. It's just one more stepping stone to get to the ship. Will Bedford maintain their undefeated status and march on to UNH, or will Merrimack survive and earn the right to play for a championship? Our Friday Night Lights Game of the Week, presented by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers, begins Saturday at noon, only on ESPN New Hampshire, sponsored in part by Nashua Marine. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the Divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit divineflooring.com. We all have our mountains, the challenges that push us further. At Coors Light, our mountain is brewing the world's most refreshing beer. That's why all of our breweries cold lager to give Coors Light its signature crisp taste. It's why we cold filter to ensure brilliance and clarity. And it's why we package cold to seal in Coors Light's refreshing flavor. Because we believe every climb deserves a refreshing finish. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Great beer, great responsibility. This is the Sports 
station with granite roots. This is ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. We need to build a wall. And I don't mind having a big, beautiful door in that wall so that people can come into this country legally. I don't think they like me very much. Back here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. Sully here. Third segment of the second hour. It's going by fast. That's what happens when uh, you start talking to the boss and uh, <laughs> you've, known, you've known each other for too long. Literally, I've known, Justin and I have known each other since we both started here. So, uh, literally, we started at the same time. So, <laughs> it's what happens when you get to talking to the boss at a... I get sidetracked. So my apologies, Sully. I appreciate you. Uh, I got it. Jumping in and uh, and handling everything. I I had all the faith in the world in you. And then I- <laughs> yeah, what can I say? <laughs> really, I got I got nothing for you. Uh, we closed off, or we will close off the top of the hour here, uh, and close wrap up our conversation as we were just talking and discussing. With the NBA, NFL, NHL, I mean, you name it, it's all of them. Look, they're separate entities, they're billion-dollar entities, but they each do something good or bad that the other one does not. (laughs) And one of the aspects that, for me, something that I care about is making sure that you know, baseball as a whole is still lively and good. And the big talk has been, oh, well, it's, it's, it's not. Baseball is going down. And, and I think it's proved that they just needed a push. Yeah. It just needed, you know, the example of, hey, look what's happening. Look, look what's going on. Look who we are. And maybe baseball needs to go about it a different way. I still think you need to market your individuals, but yeah. Maybe it, maybe it's oh hey by the way, the Cubs are an historic franchise. Yeah. The Indians are an historic franchise. Maybe they need to do the combination. I guess I'm just not sure why these discussions are had between people like you and I, Sully, and people like Mike and Mike this mor- on in the morning on ESPN. Yeah. When don't you, don't they? They have to do. They have to talk about this, right? Yeah, you I would, just you would I, think they have to have a conversation about. You know, uh, let's make sure. But can Sully? Can your I don't know mother, girlfriend, aunt, whoever, uh, someone in your life who maybe not love baseball as I'm assuming your family probably the guys at least probably yeah. do. Dad's a big one. Mom pays attention. You know, they they try. They stay. They stay pretty sport. They're actually pretty Could, sports dominant. Okay. Yeah. Could your mother pick out Mike Trout in the lineup? No, <laughs> not even close. And your no. mother watches baseball, yes. you know, yes. regularly. We, yes, or we watch, yes, we watch most of the Red Sox games. So if Mike Trout was in town, she would see him, but she definitely could not pick him out out of a lot. No, absolutely not. And I think the MLB, what really what the MLB should do, and I see it from a different perspective. I'm, uh, I got eight nieces and nephews under the age of nine years old. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> so I have I have a lot of youth in my family, and. You sit with them at Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got one table here it's with with my my you know younger cousins that are I'm the youngest of them but they're all a little bit older than me. We kind of have our own little sort of kids table. There's the adult table over here and then it's the kids table right here. We got to deal <laughs> oh, with that. Oh, so you got, you're like the inter- intermediary like, like the interme- table. Yeah, we're like our by ourselves. We're like the isolated <laughs> table, you know? So I get but I see all I have all these young nieces and nephews and some of them play are they all they've all played baseball, some of them love it, but what the MLB should do and really needs to do is take a load of these young, take a look at these young players you have. You have a, a load of them. You have the Mookie Betts, the Xander Bogarts, Francisco Lindor, you name it, Addison Russell. Look at all these young up and coming players you have, the Chris Bryants. Use them. Mm-hmm. Use them. Spread them around. Put them put them all over put them all I'd rather see them all over the screen than to not see them at all. 
And I feel like I don't see enough of a Chris Bryant. I feel like I don't see enough of Mookie Betts, obviously, around here because he's, he's local. But you don't see enough of them nationally. And I don't see enough of Addison Russell, a prior Fra- Frankie Lindor. I, I, know who Frankie, I know who Frankie Lindor is, but my little nephew doesn't know who Frankie Lindor is because he doesn't see him. Prior to this World Series, how many people that you know who are even sports fans, yeah. baseball fans, could have really picked out Mike Rizzo. Uh, Mike Rizzo, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Anthony, yeah, <laughs> Anthony no, Rizzo. No. Anthony Rizzo. No, not a shot. And what about Chris Bryant? Yeah, same thing. Not, no, I don't think any of my I, my friends, my, our, our family and my friends, are, we're very sports-dominant fans. We love our sports. But they wouldn't have been able to pick out Chris Bryant. They didn't know who he was. Chris Bryant, who will likely be the who NL is MVP. Dynamic. <laughs> who is dynamic, an amazing player. It doesn't see him. They just don't. You don't see him. You don't see him. They don't come over here to play the Red Sox. They know they're Red Sox players. Absolutely, they know the Red Sox players because you go to the games, you see their faces, and the Red Sox do a very, very good job of marketing their team. They are everywhere. Every they see, it's almost insufferable. <laughs> almost to a fault. <laughs> almost insufferable at times. You see Moogie Betts everywhere. You see Xander Bogarts everywhere. But the rest, the rest of them, the Frankie Lindors, the Addison Russells, no one knows who Addison Russell was. No one knows him at all. If you're around here, you don't know who he is. You may know who he is from, a, from afar, but you don't see his face. And that's something that the MLB is kind of missing the ball on. You have all these young players that are up and coming, that are making an impact, and you don't see their faces. You don't know who they are. You don't see them until the World Series. And by that point... Yeah, this year you had the Cubs in it, and you had the Indians in it, and there was a drought that was going to be broken, so that's the reason your ratings were so good. But if it's the Indians and who you knows? capitalize. You know, you need, to, you need to take advantage of what you have going right now. This is the same exact discussion that I have had with fill-in-the-blank on air here. Yeah. Uh, when hockey has their... Whether it's the Olympics or yeah. whatever these other big, the last one or the one that was huge was in when you had Canada playing the U.S. for the gold and yeah. uh, T.J. Oshie with, yeah, with yeah, the shootouts. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking, wow, you can really capitalize on market all of this. that. You can market T.J. Oshie everywhere. <laughs> this everywhere. I don't even know who T.J. Oshie plays for yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Washington Capitals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't see his face ever again. Yeah. I agree with you. There are so many opportunities, and this is, I, I just beat it down at the time. I'm like, yes, this is exactly what they need. Go out there and do it. And they don't. Yeah. And they don't. And, and it's, it's just, it, it kills me, especially for baseball, because baseball is, has such a rich history. And like you said, everyone keeps saying baseball's dying. It's going to die. It's going to die. It's going to die. I have at least – I can name two of my nephews that love, 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 love baseball. Love, love, love watching the Red Sox. One of them loves to just, you know, bedtime, go to bed, and he throws on WEI and listens to it on the radio. Like that, uh, that, that's what I like That doesn't happen anymore, you know? And, it's, and it just kills me because it, it's got to go the other way. If baseball doesn't do what they need to do and put these young guys out there and really market this – it's it's going to start to come down. Now it's, here's... it's going to start to come down, and you got You got to figure something out. And it's such an easy like the fact that I can sit here and figure it out and tell the MLB what they need to do, and they can't figure out how to. I don't know. It just kills here's, me. Here's the possible future, and something that I've I've been saying for years now, but for the first time, I actually saw someone in the national media discuss this. I think yeah. it was in Sports Illustrated. This here's what you need to be fearful of, the, and this is. The NFL is so egotistical and big yeah. and full of themselves for dominating everything right now, they feel they don't have to do any of this. Yeah. Yeah. But all of a sudden, Pop Warner numbers are down. There are parents out there that don't want their children playing football. And it's, it's going down a road, possibly, that boxing already went down. Yeah. Now, boxing did it because of, of all the cheating and scandal, mostly. But if you, if you were growing up and your father said, yeah, let's go do this, and your mother looked at him and said, oh, hell no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. who would win? Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not winning that battle. Who would win? You're not going out there. And it's not just mothers of young boys now. It's fathers that are saying, you know what? There are other great sports they can be playing in the yeah. fall. Why risk the concussions? Why risk the concussions? Yeah. And if the NFL isn't careful, 
And this is a very long-term thing. Yeah. But if they aren't careful. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to them as well. Maybe not to the extent of boxing because no one actually even bothers watching <laughs> yeah. it anymore. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. And I think the SI article, you know, took took it to the next step just for emphasis, for the exaggeration, for the hyperbole. But it's, to me, you have to be cognizant of what's going on out there. And ratings are down. The whole nine yards is... Wait, wake up, NFL, basically. Right. Wake up because you don't want to be the NHL. Yeah, basically. Especially <laughs> when you're fully prepared to lock players out at the next, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah. next bargaining agreement. Yeah. Here on the stretch run, Sean Sendall filling in for Jimmy Murphy. Sully is alongside. We have knocked out two hours. Two hours down. today on the stretch election run. day. <laughs> yeah, the stretch run of... Election day here. We have one hour left. And I promise we will get back to some hockey. Yeah, yeah. Early in that first hour and late. Or excuse me, last hour and late in the last hour as we will have Murph on. Yes. Murph is going to come on. We're going to hear from Murph. We had too many guests yesterday for Murph to come on. Today, however, I was able to find some room and squeeze Squeeze him in. in. (laughs) So keep it locked. We have the third and final hour here on ESPN New Hampshire. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Hey Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire housing first-time buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market.